a lot of us in the agency world, historically, we give it away, the strategy, we give it away in the, in the proposal process, we give it away in the RFP process. And it's like, there are people that would happily pay you a lot of money for just the strategy. Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. We've put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 lead gen strategies checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners? Welcome to the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver. And today we are hanging out with Greg Hickman. He is the founder and CEO of Alt Agency, one of the top training and consulting companies for digital agencies looking to grow and scale by packaging their expertise, installing systems for growth, and leveraging automation to save time and divorce their time from their income. They've helped over 600 agency owners transition from time for money services to selling their knowledge and expertise. Greg, welcome back, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. It's always a pleasure to be here with your crew. Yeah, cool, man. And I, I, I feel like we've um, like it's been fun because like I feel like my business has evolved a lot in the last like five years. Your business has evolved a lot in the last uh, five years, and yeah. um, it was it was just fun to like like you and I went on a bike ride the other day. And mm-hmm. just got to like talk about agency growth and agency models. And uh, yeah, just so like high levels, tell us like what's going on for your business right now. Kind of what, what do you guys, what does Alt Agency look like right now? Yeah. So I think the last time I came on the show, we were primarily, we had like a 90 day kind of 90 day consulting program and then a 12 month program. Um, historically, or in the last, since then, we've, merge them together. And as I was sharing kind of on our ride, one of the things that I'm now adding is kind of, or delving into is some one-on-one engagements where I believe it's going to evolve into kind of like a growth partner. I don't really know what the term, the appropriate term is called. That's one of the things we were jamming about. But um, I do think that there's an opportunity for certain types of owners that have certain skill sets to have like kind of like equity partners type relationship with certain clientele might be like someone that's already an existing client of yours, um, kind of like one of your maybe your top tier clients that you think you can like put some skin in the game and and help grow. So as of right now, we have our main training program academy, and I'm venturing off into kind of figuring out this. This is like my high level revenue stream. Yeah. Which is is kind of interesting. I, I see a lot of earlier stage agencies get approached to do rev share models, and I'm always like, hold yeah, on, yeah, like, yeah. don't yeah. like don't be taken advantage of. And, and I think what we've seen really successful is like a late stage niching opportunity where you're a really amazing expert in your craft, and you have a really good base of customers and maybe some clients or whatever, and then you kind of cherry pick 
businesses that you think you could really help amplify and then potentially get like a revenue share or even an equity stake in that business. And that's something that you're now exploring, which is super fun. Yeah. And I think, you know, maybe a good way to kind of breach the, you know, we said like the future of agency, the, the different alternative models, right? And the thing I shared with you on our ride, which I'll share with everybody else is I've really been like the, the thesis or point of view behind the concept of alt agency really is built off of the understanding and awareness that I've, I've come to experience both when I was in agency world, when I was on the client side, and since I've been building my own business. And that is fundamentally that the lines between, you know, what we know as a traditional agency done for you services, consulting, coaching, training, the info education space, those lines have become and continue to become blurrier by the day, in my opinion. And I see some people, you know, you see like the 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 trolls on ads like, oh, you sold your agency or you got rid of your agency and now you're just coaching. It's like, well, yes and no. It's like you're hating on the fact that I have another revenue stream that is probably more profitable than yours. <laughs> but like we shouldn't look at it as, oh, you're no longer this or you're no longer that. I feel like the label of agency has gotten so like it I don't even know what it means anymore to be honest because of these lines being so blurry. And if it's our job to deliver an outcome to our client and the jobs, the job, the reason we're in business is to generate a profit, we should be considering any and all outlets and vehicles to deliver that result as a fast, efficiently and cost effectively as possible. And so if I can leverage technology or incorporate curriculum and training into my service delivery that makes my client's life easier, them less dependent upon me, more likely to get the result, then why wouldn't I do that? It's in the best interest of all of us. (laughs) So that kind of led me to, man, like there's this kind of hybrid thing going on that is really powerful for for, can be powerful for a lot of agencies if they decide to you know harness it. And I think once they do, they really start to look less like what we've historically called an agency. And I'm doing air quotes for the people listening because I don't. I, I think that like the all agency identity is like we will we will serve our client leveraging whatever methodology or approach works best for them. Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to let you know about a hosting platform that is giving digital agencies and creators around the world an edge when it comes to site speed, scalability, and profit. It's called Cloudways, and it's designed to create exceptional experiences for you and your clients that guarantees unmatched performance, reliability, and choice with 24-7 award-winning support. Cloudways is excited to offer our listeners a $50 hosting credit in addition to their amazing benefits of their agency partner program. For more details, head over to yougurus.com slash cloudways or use promo code DASCW when signing up. Let's get back to our show. That led into every alt agency at some point, not in the beginning and not all up front, should have three... I'll call them classes of clients that feels derogatory or uh, hierarchical, but like there is sort of a hierarchy to it. And those are associated to the revenue streams. And so I said, clients, members, 
and customers. Clients are those high level, possibly your, you know, creme de la creme clients. You probably only have 10, maybe 20 of those a year that are, in my opinion, at least at the low side worth more than 40K a year in, in revenue. Then you have the members, which like, you know, all of us agency owners, you all can't, you scroll through Facebook and you see all the ads, get a hundred appointments or how to add a hundred clients a day, you know, in five (laughs) seconds. It's like none of those people are talking about clients. They're talking about members. (laughs) Like they're going into a program that has curriculum that has some versions of support and consultation. And so I think the members is where you have your, your group coaching, your, your training offer, your master, potentially your mastermind, those like more leveraged one to many vehicles, subscription based services that aren't as labor intensive. And then you have your customers, which are, um, like your people who buy your book. Uh, if you have one, you know, I know you have. You know, I know you have a book. So like those are customers. Um, if you have digital courses that are like there's zero fulfillment associated to it, kind of lower ticket items. These in our world have been oftentimes uh extractions of intellectual property or tools that we used in-house in our own agency. You were a, do you remember uh do you remember Ryan Dice, digital marketer? Back in the day, some folks listening might remember like OG days when they sold the thing called the machine. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I, I still it, have yeah, it. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was like 10 grand and they basically imported their, you know, crazy spider web of Infusionsoft campaigns. Like they were doing that as a service for a while. And they're like, wait a minute, we can just click a few buttons and give any other Infusionsoft user all of these campaigns and tell them how to update. You know, that's like to me, like you had this asset that you used internally. Maybe you guys have, you know, templates or email scripts or frameworks or whatever. Like those are byproducts of your service delivery that you could probably sell as one offs on Black Friday or to acquire customers, um, things like that, that give you a little bit more diversity in your income streams. And almost if you've been in the game long enough, you probably have something like that. A spreadsheet calculator, a marketing, you know, a marketing calendar that's really, you know, robust that, you know, you use for your clients. Like there might be someone who's like, I can't afford your services, but like, man, can you just give me your calendar? Like, yeah, you could sell it for a few hundred bucks. Like now you have another, you know, source of income. I I do think again, there's a sequence to doing these things, but like the ethos is diversify your income streams. Do not be solely reliant on only getting paid for your labor. Because if you're like some of our clients during COVID, when you know people are like, "Oh, we're gonna cut as much labor as possible, and we're gonna keep in-house labor before we keep external labor," like a lot of agencies lost a lot of like shut down. Some of them shut down. Some lost more than fifty percent of the revenue because people just couldn't afford or weren't willing to aff- uh, willing to spend on your labor. <laughs> yeah. um, so. That's kind of like this this concept that we've been playing with for the last few years of like, how do you take your core capability, 
and then bring it down this ladder into, well, what makes sense for me to have for my members and what makes sense for me to sell as a product? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love, I love the, um, you know, having that, that phrase, right? Diversity and in income streams. Um, yeah. You also did mention there's like an order to this because I do feel like yes. some people try to, uh, you know, it's like they start the agency, they get a couple of clients, they're like, ah, oh, this is hard work. And then they're like, oh, I'm just going to get some coaching clients. And then they yeah. go out there and they start telling people, you know, what to do. And, yeah. and maybe that doesn't work out as well as they thought. I mean, I, I've seen people where they, you know, have an agency business model and then they think all their problems are going to be solved by right. selling a course. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, they're like, wait a minute, this is actually like really hard. And I'm like, yep, it's still a business. You know, it has 95% yeah, yeah. of the same problems of any other business, but maybe it does have some perks and some, some different things. But to kind of get into that sequencing, what's yeah. the ideal sequence or maybe like what's a common sequence that you see it tends to work in terms of going from a client base to members and then to customers. Yeah, so I do think one caveat before I jump into that is, you know, to your point, like obviously you don't do all of this at once and I think there are some people like you said that that you know, the grass is green on the other side, I'm going to go create courses. Um while I I'd say a majority of the time I think that's a horrible move at the early stage like you're like you're referencing and I agree with Part of me, at least now, it makes me question like, or at least ask the question of this person who's considering that, like, why are you thinking about doing that? Like, because with the speed in which we can get clients and, you know, launch new businesses for next to nothing today with technology, like, if you just, like, I think a lot of us fell into the model, the traditional agency model, like, like I joke around, like I was like an accidental agency owner. I left corporate high being responsible for managing agencies and I started getting clients and it's like, you find like, oh, well, I need more money. So I get another client. Oh, wait, well, now I need to hire. Wait a minute. I have an agency. You're like, I'm building <laughs> what the exact thing that I just left. Wait, is that exactly what I wanted? I'm not sure. Like, at least that was my my journey. And so I think if someone's contemplating doing that, Likely it's a horrible decision, but you also kind of have to ask like, where is that? Where is the desire to be doing that coming from? Because, you know, something that I, I resonate that Alex Hormozzi has been saying a lot recently is like, maybe you're just in the wrong opportunity vehicle, which is like the, the thing that I shared with you about my situation. Like, like, Hey, like we ended up kind of building this really large training organization that could keep growing, but I don't want that piece to keep growing the way it is. <laughs> I think there's other ways for me to get to the outcome that I want that like is an alternative path to the, the outcome that you want. And so all that to say is make sure that you're obviously designing the thing that you want for your life, right? Mm. <laughs> uh, like, are you just in the wrong model and that's why you're considering courses? Nonetheless, the the sequence that I typically see, if we're starting from like, hey, you're a generalist agency, you send out proposals for whatever client A needs. It's a different proposal for client B. Step one is uh, like specialize. Like what is the what is your core capability? So you go from being all the things to being you know hey we do this one thing for this this one person. As you 
do that, I think you position yourself for kind of systemizing slash productizing your service. Uh, meaning, hey, every single time a client comes in for this thing, you follow the exact same process. The uh, the outcome is predefined. The parameters in which you deliver it are predefined. The, the, the price is predefined. And so when you say, hey, client, here's my productized service, there shouldn't be any questions or concerns around what's included, what's not, how long does it take, how much does it cost? Like that's you're selling, that's the product part of the productized service, right? And I think once you've done that, if you're delivering that service over and you're getting good, which means you know, you're probably getting faster, you're getting more efficient. From there, I think is the where the common break off of adding and to use different words to make sure we're distinguishing the difference, like going from a productized service to a program. And I use program more specifically to kind of enter that realm of members where, hey, I'm going to be recording some content. Uh, I'm going to be giving you some exercises and some homework. Uh, I'm going to be guiding you how to do stuff, not just doing it for you. And it could, the, the most logical one is always the, you know, to say like productized service is done for you. That program is like done with you. And so for us, we just like our, our productized service was uh, webinar funnels. So we built evergreen webinar funnels for course creators in, when, when my agency systemly was building stuff. We charged 15 to 20 grand uh, and we got it dialed down to be able to deliver it within seven business days of when the client gave us the final assets. And there's a lot of people that could not afford that service. But after delivering it for even six months, we had like, Literally a step-by-step process with templates, those pre-built Infusionsoft campaigns. All of our clients at the time were Infusionsoft and or active campaigns. So we had all of the campaigns like 80% done. And I accidentally stumbled into my first version of membership because I got on a call, sales call, and everyone can probably relate to this. You have zero capacity. You're already working nights and weekends and you want the money, but you have like you're somehow just need to work longer or somehow harder in order to take on the deal that you're about to close. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and you like, you almost self-sabotage because you don't want more work. <laughs> uh, so hopefully some people can relate to that. Um, we don't grow into pain as entrepreneurs. So it's like, you'll self-sabotage that deal. And I basically said, look, you know, I had a rough day that day. I was like, I literally can't help you until like two months. And I was like, well, and he, he, I think he asked me a question. He's like, well, like I have someone that knows Infusionsoft. Can you just tell me what to do? And I was like, sure. Like having no idea what that meant. And he's like, okay, well, how much for that? And I was like, 7,500. And he's like, done. And he like paid me right then and there. And I was like, wait a minute, what just happened? <laughs> and so we had to kick off call. I imported the campaigns. I recorded him a couple videos. I gave him all my email script templates. And I said, hey, you go fill them out and send them to me and we'll critique it. Like I can make time to critique it. And like, that was V1. I'm like, I wouldn't have been able to do that if I hadn't built the process and the assets to hand off to then show him how to get through it himself. And so that's why I've felt that like the most natural progression is, hey, you get really good at delivering this one thing. You probably have tools in-house that you use over and over and over again. Okay, 
how do I show my client how to use those tools because they might have the assets or labor in-house to do it and they're more willing to do that than pay for your labor, which breaches the kind of topic of this also simultaneously allowed me to go down market to people that couldn't afford me that didn't actually care about my labor and me doing it for them. They're like, we have the people to you know, do hands to keyboard. I just don't know what to do. Can you tell me what to do? Clearly, you know what to do. So like, show me the way. Yeah. And I think a lot of us you know, in the agency world, historically, we give it away, it, the strategy, we give it away in the, in the proposal process, we give it away you know, in the RFP process. And it's like, there are people that would happily pay you a lot of money for just the strategy that you already have. And it's not an insult that they don't want your labor. You should be like, sweet, that's the highest cost that I have to this offer. And so like, that's where it started clicking for me that like, man, this is really interesting. We could all have it in sequence of if you have kind of that the systematic delivery of the thing that you focus on and that your expertise is. That's, I think, the most logical. That can happen faster for some people than others, obviously. But like, I mean, we were delivering that webinar service for almost a year and a half before I ever even came to this conclusion and fell fell into this. Now that I know it's possible, I'm sure people could pull it off in like six months. if they're starting truly from like they haven't systemized anything yet. And then the products, like that's a, to me, the product piece is more of a scale tactic. You know, like we've, like you see on Facebook, like, hey, buy my $27 thing or like my $50 thing. Like if anyone hasn't figured this out yet, that is literally to help offset costs to acquire a client so they can sell you the big thing and be 100% profitable on that. So it's like, it's not really a, Hey, you're going to make all your money selling $27 things. It's, hey, you spend 10 grand a month on ads and you're able to sell 10 grand a month of product that has no fulfillment. Now you have all of those leads that you get to keep nurturing to buy your big thing and it costs you nothing to get them. Like that's where products come in. So, like if you are scaling, I think products make more sense, but isn't a requirement at, at all. Yeah. Hey, agency owners, are you looking for a strategic and reliable white label partner to scale your agency business? E2M is the number one white label partner for digital agencies when it comes to website design, web development, e-commerce, SEO, and content writing. E2M is trusted by over 150 agency partners and has been providing white label services for the last 10 years. Their team has over 170 experts and is on a mission to help 500 agencies increase their revenue and profit margins with impactful white label services. Check out their transparent and flexible white label pricing at e2msolutions.com forward slash gurus. That's www.e, the number two, msolutions.com forward slash u-g-u-r-u-s. E2M is currently running a special discount for 10% off for your first three months. Check it out now. It's available for a limited time. I, I feel like there's like these uh, like certain strategies need to come with like warning labels. Um, yeah, obviously, yeah, Facebook sure. and, and ads aren't going to give us those warning labels. But I, I mean, I hope what our, our listeners are taking today is like, just because you see other people doing a certain strategy or tactic externally, whether that's diversifying into done with you courses or programs, 
you know, unless you understand their why, unless you understand kind of like where they're at in their business cycle, um, just copying what they're going to do. And, and I hear this from clients yeah. all the time. Oh, I saw this person selling a book. I'm going to go do it. Like it must be working, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and you don't really understand that full yeah. picture. And, and I think that can create a lot of uh, maybe unnecessary or avoidable pain. Dude, this has been awesome. Sure. I, I wish we could talk longer. We do have a limited <laughs> time on our podcast. So we're going to have yeah, you yeah. back soon. I checked. Yeah. Our, the last episode you were on was episode 32, which is what like... What number are we on? I don't know, 320-ish something. Oh, I don't know. Wow. So like, dude, you were like... I was, I was so like looking long. at like your picture. It was talking about systemly and all that stuff. So I feel like we've had oh, yeah. lifetimes since then. But um, Totally. Do you have a minute to stick around for our lightning round? Yes, absolutely. What is the best advice you've ever received? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, I would say fall in love with your ideal client's problem, not your solution. Which personal habit has contributed most to your success? Reading. What's a tool or app that you've been using lately that you think our listeners will find valuable? Oh, man. Our whole business runs on Notion. Ooh, cool. Love it. Uh, what book would you recommend? I just read... Um, well, actually, I'm almost done with it. It's, so it's very top of mind. Wanting. Uh, it's all about mimetic desire, which is fascinating, by the way. It's, it breaks down why we want what we want. Mimetic desire. I feel like I have to yeah. go read the book just to understand that cool term. Yeah. Well, if you guys yes. want a, a link out to wanting or notion or um, any of the stuff that was referenced in today's episode, check out yougurus.com slash podcast. If you're listening this week, of, you'll see Greg's photo at the top. Click on him. We'll link out to back to episode 32. So if you want to hear Greg's transformation over five yeah. plus years, you'll, you'll be able to, to see that. So check that out. Uh, Greg, how can folks find out more about you? Is there anything that you have that they can check out? Yeah, I would just check out Greg Hickman on YouTube, which... You could get to by visiting gregsvideos.com. It'll just take you to my YouTube channel. I release videos every single week kind of covering all of the stuff that we just started talk, diving into. Awesome, man. Hugely impressed with what you've been doing on social and on YouTube. We will link out to gregsvideos.com. Uh, and and we'll, just, we'll just link out straight to your, uh, your YouTube channel, your social channels. Uh, and we'll also link out to alt agencies. So if you are thinking about diversifying out your income streams as an agency, um, Greg is a, a dear friend of mine. Highly recommend. Uh, awesome dude. Awesome program. And uh, definitely follow him on YouTube. So thanks for stopping by the program today. Yeah, thanks for having me. And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. We've put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 Lead Gen Strategies Checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency.